0: Hi, this is Steve Compeller from Golden Arrows. If you thought I was a son of the soil, check the real soil. Just listen to Sports Live with BBK. They don't come any darker. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Sports Live with BBK.
1: This is the very first installment of Sports Live with BBK for the year 2021. Welcome, one and all. It is great to be in your company, as always, and we are going to do our best and do everything in our power to take this podcast to a higher level this year. Now, before we get the ball rolling, let me take this opportunity to say condolences to the families of South Africans who've lost their loved ones to COVID-19, and I hope that those of us who are still around will continue to do that which is necessary and everything in our power to make a contribution to fight against this devastating disease. Well, I think the last time I checked, we were edging very close to 40,000 South Africans who had lost their lives. And that is South Africa with 40,000, almost 40,000 members less in our family. Condolences, strength to everyone, and we shall overcome. Now, today... Apple Music Campaign, which is called Music That Moves Me and Will Live Tomorrow, is being published, and they are publishing the playlist by the sportmen who are, amongst others, Makazole Mapimpi. You know, whenever I say that name, I smile. I smile because this man is the hero of my two sons who know nothing about rugby, but they definitely watch the World Cup last year from the very first moment when the national anthems were sung up until the moment this man did something special towards the end of the match against england well i will get back to that later and some of the other sportsmen who are part and parcel of this campaign by apple include our very very good cricketer utemba pavuma and the uh, abd villiers is also in the mix and indeed uh renee little the soccer star the former kaiser chiefs and now highlands park uh um, midfielder is one of those as well and I will be chatting to him as well after my conversation with Magazole is done now he joins me the world cup champion Magazole Mapipi the man who was part and parcel of the green and gold springboks when they then coached by Rassie Erasmus they won the World Cup last year. He scored a late try from the, for the Springboks in the final as they beat England and South Africa, won the Web Ellis Trophy for the third time. Putuam, welcome to Sports Live with PBK. Uh,
0: thank you so much, Pude. uh Compliment to everyone in South Africa.
1: Compliments to you indeed, and he says compliments to everyone in South Africa because we're having this conversation with him, myself, being here in Gauteng and is all the way in Japan. Now, there is a song, since we are talking about music, Makazole, which is I'm an alien, I'm a legal alien, I'm a Jamaican in New York. But for you, we'll change the lyrics to say I'm a Tanzane boy in Japan. (laughs) Talk to me about you. <laughs> Talk to me about you being in Japan, about life in Japan since you are playing your Rabbi there at the present moment.
0: Yeah, uh, of course, the uh, life is, diff- is different now because of um, like the COVID nineteen, something like that. But. Um I think so far it's um, all good on my side. And also Japanese people, very nice people. And um, we're trying our best now so we can play rugby again. But we're still struggling as well because of COVID-19. But life, it's good, yeah. Like, I'm glad to be here because I learned like, a lot of things here. Yeah. Culture, uh, everything. Japanese people are very good, very disciplined, you know. So uh, I'm learning, like, a lot of things here. Yeah so it's all
1: good so yeah um, when, when 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 you are in Japan you will try and acclimatize and get accustomed to their culture and all of that but surely part of culture is music and since music is our theme today what beat do you move to in other words what music is the soundtrack of your life eh, Magazole
0: um honestly I like to listen to music and motivate me or music and um make me happy most of the time and I have also music and when I'm emotional I can listen some type of gospel, you know, but it depends the situation, if I'm, um, I'm happy, I have some song I can listen, if I want to get motivated so I have like another song, you know
1: What is your happy song? Uh, I think so, um,
0: uh, um, See Me uh masalela and um uh something so weird, to and something so weird, just bit bitisa and us um um there's a lot man like most especially uh, like there's a heethingoma and there's a lot of uh people and
1: also i can listen maskanda how oh, Muscandi matured, yeah, and your favorite artist in Muscandi?
0: Yeah, there is a lot. There's a lot like Ukonu Fanu Chumba, Utokama, Utokamele, Utokamele, and you know, Ayo Indogambo was. Of course, in terms of uh, Imitule, Dala, and you say you say Mamaela, na you know, or Ashelin Sawa. For
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess that if you're listening to Awe little now, you have your different colored brandwood pants and <laughs> cavelas as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean. you, are in Jap- you are in Japan. You're not mentioning anything about any Japanese music. You haven't uh, warmed up to it yet? Uh, I won't lie.
0: I've been asking the Japanese uh, guys which uh, like popular song in Japan. And I just want to listen, but there is a, uh, like, the um, song, but I forgot to say the lyrics. Um, yeah, it's, I, I have in my mind when I'm going to, like, have some uh, coffee dinner, there's always, uh, like, um, playing this song. Um, but it's quite not, like, nice song because everyone, when you're singing,
1: everyone is the same.
0: See, I see,
1: yeah. Oh, wonderful. Very popular song. Uh, uh In case you've just joined us, my name is PBK and you're listening to Sports Live with myself, PBK, and I've got my guest as the man who scored a try for South Africa against England towards the dying ends of the game when South Africa won the Web Ellis Trophy, the World Cup last year in Japan. His name is Magazole Mapipi. Now, tell me something here, Magazole. We're dealing with a situation where... I would like for you to be able to give a reflection of what it's been like being a world champion, but finish a full calendar year without playing any form of rugby. That must be crazy.
0: Yeah, like um, it's it's bad. Most special is us as the rugby players, you know, like you see. Because a lot of countries lot of uh, countries playing rugby even now, you know, and a lot of uh countries playing even international. So we, we can play like uh, we can even the problem is that we can't like even travel to another countries, which is that's why super rugby cancel now. So we're looking forward to play for Pro Fourteen uh, this year. I think June, July, something like that. So uh, it's been like tough for us, and we can't do anything with that because of we need to support the government as well. because people dying outside there, so we can't do our thing as well.
1: Most definitely but uh, there has been rugby played in South Africa in the form of uh, the calling black label Curry Cup, and we are in the semi-final stages right now. And tomorrow, we're going to see a clash that is going to take place right here at Loftus First which is going to see the Blue Bulls uh, playing against um, the Golden Lions. I'm sure you've been keeping tabs of what has been happening here at home. How do you see that game panning out?
0: Yeah it's, it's it's quite tough uh, most special the, the, the both games it's quite tough because it's semi final as we use and and I will start with the bulls uh since bulls was in like in form uh in the current um, lockdown and also in the super cup lockdown as well and, uh, it's, it's that's why i'm saying it's going to be like tough lions and um, and uh, Blue bulls and i think bulls got lucky like, advantage uh, but you can't like i can't say it because rabbi is, is something you can't like um unpredictable yes uh, i am um, so i pull up so um you ex- you can expect anything can happen in the game but uh he's got the uh, advantage um to do anything uh
1: it's, um, yes. And then later on in the day, we're going to see a team that you are wearing black and white for. That is your team indeed. Uh, the Natal Sharks, they're going to travel all the way and they're being hosted by the Western Province in the, at the Newlands Stadium. I'm sure your blood is black and white and you're really thinking that your boys must get, there, get the job done and put their place in the final of the Cara Cup. Yeah, uh,
0: it's also it's going to be... Uh... A tough uh, game. And um, uh, at least I, I trust my boys. I trust my boys. I trust my mates. And I trust my team. And um, of course, the guys are going to uh, give the best pay in Cape Town. And also, um, uh, Western Province has got like, a powerful team as well. Uh, let's not forget about that. So, But it's all about the mindset in the game uh, who's going to win the pickle, you know, and who's going to win the. Um, whatever strums whatever so it's going to be a tough game and um i'm looking forward to watching um, and but yeah i trust my, my teammate i trust my team
1: I will say I trust our team as well because I'm a boy from Chesterville, from Teben, from Guazulu-Natal. So fingers crossed they are going to come back with a victory from the Western Cape. Now, you're talking about looking forward to the semi-finals, but surely there's something even bigger, Magazole Mapipi, as you join me here talking uh, on Spot Live with PBK, and you're joining me all the way from Japan. The bigger thing that I'm talking about comes in the form of the British and Irish Lions tour towards the end of the year. There may be question marks as to whether it's going to happen or not, but it is a big thing in the sense that it comes only once after 12 years. I'm sure having played your part for the Sharks, having played your part for the Springboks, the British and Irish Lions Tour must be another big, big event on your agenda.
0: Yeah, man, this is a big, uh, like, I thing for like, I think for everyone in South Africa, every player in South Africa. If, even if he didn't play for the World Cup, he wasn't there with the World Cup. I think it's it's a yeah. opportunity for everyone, you know. And you know why I'm saying this because I want to be part of the team. You know, I want to still like present my my, my country, Springbok. You know, and if I remember, two thousand and nine that was a time those guys were say like I was still in like a village that time, you know, I didn't think if you know. How
1: old were you then?
0: <laughs> I was 19 at the time. Um, yeah. So, um, I didn't think one day I'll be like close to, I can play for this, um, thing, you know? And so, um, yeah man, I think every every player in South Africa looking forward to be part of the team this year and let's hope things are gonna go well, you know, and it's it's quite tough, as I said before. It's it's tough for us as South African players, you know. We we can't even play, yeah. we can't even travel, you know. So yeah. We're looking forward for the challenge, man.
1: Yeah, we're all keeping our fingers crossed that indeed it's going to go ahead. Now you, you you've been in Japan since September. And you are coming back home October. Uh, since October, sorry. And you are coming back home uh, to the Sharks in April, right? Yeah. But then a lot of eyebrows were raised, Magazole, when you turned down a one year contract offer that was believed to be in the region of nine million. Do you care to share the thinking behind that decision with me?
0: No, it, it was in like okay, a. Uh like one year it was kind of like uh, how many months i think uh, uh nine to ten eleven months something like that um it was we had like the, the, the 21 days that period if you want to go overseas so you can go overseas so um
1: the 21 day transfer period yeah, yeah so i i get the opportunity for i can go overseas uh,
0: so the problem is that I didn't want to take the, the opportunity as soon as possible. So I need to go back to the Sharks, talk to the Sharks, say, okay, I've got like one year or 12 months or 11 months or 10 months. So I want you guys to release me. So I don't want to cancel the contract with the Sharks, go overseas, and then I can struggle afterwards, uh, overseas. So I don't know after that what I'm going to do. So I need to talk to the Sharks first, make things happen. Easy, everyone is happy. If it's everyone, is happy so I can go. So, likely, Ed allow me to go to take a contract. So, um, it wasn't that thing I turned down the, the offer. No, it was just like about the communication. So, I need to communicate with the with the team before I took my decision. So, it was something like that.
1: So, in the end, it was a win-win situation for yourself as well as for the Sharks?
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. I think everyone is happy now.
1: Now, when, when, when you look at the fact that there is a situation in South Africa now where a lot of players who had formerly been based in Europe are coming back, in your view, is that a good thing in terms of strengthening the, the, the provincial teams in terms of strengthening South African teams as we prepare to go and play in Pro 14?
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's always good to like have the players from overseas. Of course, it's like different like um, experience. You know, you can have those players can um, remember those players been playing for Pro Fourteen as well and um, over there, the the tournaments in all overseas. So it's quite good because of all all of the. South African teams now going to Europe, you know. So if you have those guys was there before, it's going to be a good thing for you as a team. So it's good advantage, you know. So I think it's, it's a good thing for those teams, have, like those players coming back.
1: As we're about to wrap up this conversation with Magazole Mapipi, the Springboks, the Sharks winger, with me here on Sports Live with BBK, I want to find out a couple of things quickly. You know, my mother was here in Johannesburg, my home is in Turban, my family is in Turban and she had visited us and my wife and my boys and my girls were all happy to have her. And one of the main things that the kids were excited about was grandma's cooking. When last did you speak to Grandma? Do you miss her cooking back home?
0: Um I- just, uh, I was on the call even now before uh, we did this interview, uh, so I was chatting with, with her uh, about what's going on in South Africa. You know, it's, it's, she's still safe about the COVID, something like that. You know, yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course, I miss like a lot of things. What do you call in Zulu? Uputu, uh, yes. Yeah, I like put I like Shateen. What do you
1: call Shateen? Shateen, yeah, It's like Nguni, so it's one family. So there will be names that are quite similar in both languages. So Putu no Shateen, in Yeah, I think
0: I'm going to tell me like, like, uh, like, I like a Zulu guy. I like a <laughs> lot of things. Too. Because of sister, I'm, I've been in Devon, so I like a lot of things, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you've eaten Istanbul as well, what you guys will call him Ngoushu.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, basically. I used to go to um in town there. Okay. I have, like, this Istanbul, everything. Sure. Yeah. There
1: was a documentary that was made also, Lema Mapimpi, that reflected and covered the behind the scenes moments of what mm. South Africa was going through while in camp in Japan, during the course of the World Cup, leading all the way to the situation when the Webb Ellis Trophy was lifted. Parent. Parcel of what was highlighted there, which stayed in my mind, was that interview by Rasi Erasmus when he was talking about the fact that with the jersey numbers on the back, every player had to put pictures of their families and all of that. Just go through what you had to do on your jersey.
0: Yeah, the uh, the thing what what happened to me. Uh, there the is a chance, as Kusha said, there is a chance. So that I'm about to play in Joburg the, the the championship championship. Yeah,
1: yes, the championship. Game,
0: yeah, the yeah, rugby championship. The first game against uh, Australia. So uh, so now we had that opportunity. You can, like, take a picture of your family if you have um, your wife, your sister, your kids, um, your mom, your dad, your brother, everything, you know. And um, uh, for me, the thing what happened to me, I just keep sending my pictures to the lady, which is Ellie, you know. She was, she was like, um, I need a picture for your family, you know, and... I was saying, like, I know I want to, put those pictures on my bag. I don't have pictures, you know. And, okay, she was okay afterwards. And it was a couple of players asking me what's going on, why I don't have um, pictures in my bag, something like that, my family. And kind of like a joke, something like that, man, you know. But I was just like, no, man, I'm fine. I'm happy with this thing, you know. And... um, yeah, man. But Kosh asked me what's going on, and then I told him, man, listen, man, I don't ever, like, um, uh, first thing, I lost my mom when I was 14 years, you know. Imagine when I was 14, I was, like, when was that? It was 2004. I was still young, you know. The technology wasn't like this now. You have pictures your mom, your dad, something like that. And, and I didn't have before in that time, even, you know. And there was no cameras as well, something like that. Use thirty thirty. There's no, there's no flash. There's no camera. Anything. Yeah. And um, I told I told uh, him, but I don't. I don't have pictures of my family, something like that, you know. And and my sisters way passed away. My brother. And two thousand and 2010, and, and and ten. Same, you know. Uh, so uh, I don't have a picture for anyone in my phone. So. I would like to put myself only, and I don't think these things gonna hurt anyone. And I'm just playing rugby, and um, I don't even care about these things. It's all about rugby for me to represent the country, everything, you know. And it it was like quite like a um, kind of like a joke, and until I explained what's going on, everyone was like, "Um, excuse, I'm sorry about this thing," you know. And
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So everything is started now about the story and Koshra. See, you had you heard what is said on the on the documentary. So it was like a kind of situation like that, you know.
1: It was a touching moment indeed, Magazole. But um, I will assure you of one thing: you may not have your biological siblings, your brother and your sister. You may not have your mother, but I can assure you. You have me as your brother from another mother. You have millions more of South Africans who love you for what you did, for your heroics at the World Cup, who are part and parcel mm. of your extended family we love you brother you are not alone we are always going to have your back thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me all the way from japan the springbok hero Mapipi, my hero the man who brought a lot of joy for south africa and all the best of luck with all of your future endeavors and may 2021 bring you nothing but the best thank you brother.
0: thank you so much brother be safe thank you
1: Black and white forever. Be safe as well. Thank sure,
0: you. Yeah, sure.
1: It is the 22nd day of January 2021 and you are still here with myself, PBK, on Sports Live with uh, PBK. And now we're moving to the second segment of uh, this very first offering for the year. Well, earlier I told you that there is uh, music in the air. How so? Well, it's in the form of uh, the Apple Music campaign titled Music That Moves Me. And it is going live today whereby they are publishing playlists by sportsmen and others. And basically it explores the music that drives the superstars and helps them perform at their best. And the songs that they listen to at training and in the changing rooms and before a game to psych themselves for the battle ahead. I already had a beautiful conversation then with Makazo Lemapipi, our 2019 Rabbi World Cup hero, and now I'm going to move on to a man who is not a yo yo but he is yeah, yeah. Renee, welcome to Spot Live with PBK and thank you for joining me. No, no,
2: thanks for having
1: me for money. Uh, it has been long. We spoke, yeah, no, it's been long, it did. And I see that it is a sporty Friday today. Well, I always have a cap in my head because I feel naked without one and I notice that it is the same passion for you too.
2: Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm always having my Sporty in jail or if the weather doesn't allow me to cabal sporty, Like like you For sure. If if, if a in doesn't feel right, man. It doesn't.
1: Yeah. It doesn't, but I think also I must cross some threads so that you and me can finish this <laughs> thing because the two yeah. of us are like like midnight. well, we are twins. That's <laughs> So right, Matala. Now, tell me, let's talk music. What's, what's playing in your ears when when you're getting ready to train? And maybe even if when you, you're walking down that pitch as you're inspecting it just before you take your warm-ups?
2: Yo, uh, my music, uh, I do groupies. The- uh, let's say from from traveling from the hotel uh to the stadium it, it's chill because it's a gospel a playlist yeah gospel few few songs gospel songs uh for for like a, a spiritual upliftment and, uh, to put my spirit in a in a space where I don't think about anything I don't stress about anything I communicate with my God uh to intervene uh in, in me and join that game for me. And then as soon as uh Reno failed in, now I changed the tune to say now we have arrived uh Costa and then we have arrived all the place that we need to glorify you. Uh now it's like more of local hip Uh where where for me it it gives me that edge now it ups the tempo uh to say now it is time uh <laughs> for us to, to go to go to battle, to yeah battle, uh, because you're on the battlefield and then from there uh, a few minutes or be- before the game starts it's your high tempo music which is your how your piano uh, music where now it's okay now I'm ready emotionally physically and, and everything carried in. so now let's try and, and take that uh, be in the mood obviously to, uh, to, to have fun
1: uh, yeah on the game yeah piano oh piano <laughs> for sure that is the soundtrack of renee little life as he prepares himself from the hotel all the way through to the dressing room and making sure that he puts more high tempo just before they're going to take off to the field now here, yeah highlands park a lot of people may have thought after supersport united maybe that was it for you but uh having enjoyed a very successful career laden with a lot of uh, silverware with kaiser chiefs and even that move somewhere like ah it's Ketins for this man and you went to supersport united and you continued your sterling tradition of winning trophies with matanzanta Apritori. tell me about the transition from the movement from these teams because I think that you are one of the senior citizens in our football with the likes of uh, now You started off your professional career with Hellenic. You move on to Dangerous Takis. You were there at PJ Stars as well. Chomo Cosmos is when you were crunching bones with everybody else there and you're shown. Chief snatches is you up from there. You moved to Supersport and you went to Highlands Park and now you are with TS Galaxy.
2: Yo, it, it has been a, a, a long journey, uh not an easy one, difficult one uh with with a whole lot of challenges. Uh and, and then obviously it was it was my dream uh, uh to to turn professional. And I went through that uh because I feel routine, it was meant to be, it was part of my journey uh for routine with a long And first one I played for Cosmos and then got an opportunity to represent or to play for Chiefs. And then that's when a whole lot of things uh, started uh, happening—trophies, uh, and then the Bafana Bafana Collapse and all that. And then then moving from Chiefs to SuperSport—not not an easy move, <laughs> not an easy move. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was.
1: Why? Why was it not an easy move? Yeah, yeah.
2: I've I've, I've spent eight years with man uh, uh, with with Chiefs. It was it was sort of now my family, it is my family, I uh, where I spent a whole lot of my career putting And then you would think oh, I would I would or a player would want to stay there maybe for another two seasons, so that'll leave it 10 years and then, uh, then and retire. So so deciding to, to leave my home to go somewhere else, it, it's not an easy decision, but but it had to be done at that time because I still believe now boy, had had I not moved at that time I don't think I would still be playing
1: now and at that time you were looking for a two year contract and the club Kaiser Chiefs were only offering you one
2: yeah but but for me it, it was not the reason that I left for the offered one the reason that I that I left it was about me and my performance uh, I, I wasn't hit with, with my previous uh, performance uh, Yes, I I I got injured and then most part of the season I was I was injured that season. But to with the team, end of the season mostly listening thing in terms of the position, I wasn't happy and I was part of that group. And then I said, what what makes or what made me not to to be at my level best? What made me not to be where I want to be in terms of performance? Uh and then one of the reasons where I think I was I was now comfortable because of I've spent a whole lot of time more in, in one place. And at some point you would think because I'm here, uh whether I'm playing okay or not, uh I will still play. I will still do, even if I don't quit training, I will still play. And then I needed to to get another challenge. I needed to get a new motivation that will push me to be the player that I wanted to be.
1: Yes. All right and then you had that time with SuperSport United where you also were reunited later with your former coach at Chief Stuart Baxter and you went on to win the trophies that you won but then the move from Supersports to Highlands Park here yeah, yeah tell me about that because when when you move from Chiefs it's like you're moving from the first floor and then you move on to SuperSport United. You would say maybe second or third floor because it's a very competitive team. It's a team that is able to win a trophy almost every season, if not every second season. And Highlands Park would have been a bit of a downgrade, considering that they had just come back to the professional fold and they are not a major pulling force in South African football.
2: <laughs> downgrade, it is. It is not the word that, that I would use, but it, it's.
1: Which one would you
2: use? I would use uh it is it's a small team, uh okay.
1: to the ones that I'm for. Uh but nowadays you hear everybody saying there are no small teams in the PSL anymore.
2: No, that's that's a lie. That's a lie. Uh we use that language calling there's no smaller team because of the results. Uh but but whether we like it or not, there they are small and, and and big teams. That's a fact. So so what what is happening on the field? Yeah, you, you would say for a, people are not scared of Chiefs kind of like before. So Yes, that's very they, true too. That's why they say they are not big teams. But the fact is they are big teams, but on the field, they, they now compete better with with those teams. Times change. Things are done differently. Smaller teams get uh, better coaches who are equipped uh, and have knowledge to compete with, with those teams as well. And then, as much as they are smaller teams, they can also get two or three players, big players that, that know exactly uh, to compete, and then and, and, and back up a, year, a team that will compete with...
1: Big players like Yeye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, now, on, the field, on the field, you can say there's no smaller team because... You compete with them, and every
1: now and then you get results. But the truth of the matter is, there's still big the and small. Team. Well, there is the voice of uh, Renee Lue, ye- ye- the man who is not a, ye- a yo yo, and he is a very experienced campaigner in uh, football. He's been playing football forever, man. I i, I think when, when I look back at my archives, at my files, the one name. Um, that is consistent in terms of appearances. Is, is that of this man who is a midfielder uh, for TS Galaxy now? So you go and join this Molanyana team, uh, and then you find yourself in a situation where a couple of seasons down the line it is sold, it is sold, and suddenly you have a new home, and this new home is TX Galaxy. Yeah, it is. It is another another transition
2: uh, from from Highlands Park. To, to TS Galaxy TS as well. It's a fairly new and, and young team. We all know how they, what they bought the status. Uh, so, so going there, you, you would encounter, obviously, challenges as well. Uh, the, the, how, how things are done uh, in terms of, of running a, a professional team. It, it is still a learning in, in, in progress. Uh, because we are, they are all learning. As as the, as as the management, as everyone in the team is learning, and then I've, I've learned something as well. when you move from Chiefs to to Super squad you you mustn't sort of expect the same situation in either Halakot Chiefs to to Super squad and and also from islands and highlands to Chiefs, so
1: i yeah, and then I've, I've
2: learned to to manage that and then i think that that's one of the things that made my life uh easier for him. I, I know what he, uh, from from the hierarchy that i started football with uh, cosmos helped me a lot with with the experience yeah, sort of a, a a small team and a big team i started kotazi so I know exactly how uh, team teams uh, are and, and then how they operate. I went to Chiefs. That's when I I witnessed how a professional player uh, should be treated. How a professional team it is run. So I have both experiences now. So moving to Super Squad, it is there. Super Squad, it is there. Now they they obviously try hard to do things because the financial muscle it is there and. Then, the coaches they hire, the staff they hire, it is there. They can afford whatever they, they want. And when you go to Highlands Park and Tears, the, the financial muscle, it, it, it is not there. They small team. And then they are trying to do what, what they can to, to run the team. So, yeah, my expectations are I'm a professional player. And then whatever that is done at, at the club, I will, I will, I will do that uh, provided it is it is the right thing uh i will not do things because of they should be done or they are done god even if they are wrong so if it's you try and you do it, try to do good things right things for the progress or for 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 the betterment of club and the players i'm i'm up for that
1: cool i know that you said that TS uh, galaxy bought their status but south african soccer fans will know that they never bought their net camp- net Net Pen Cup victory against the Kaiser Chiefs a couple of seasons back. I'm sure they've got ambitions even now, but they started off by not taking Owen Takama with them when they bought the status of Highlands Park. They hired coach, Ten Tens Malicella. After a few games, he was let go, and guess who came back in? The very same, Owen Takama. You guys had a great game against the Maritzburg United, beating them 3-0 at Harry Kuala Stadium, and not easy state to go in and get a result. You would want to say maybe this is the first result that is going to build a place for yourself to be able to move up the table because that result took you to position 12 on the table above Chippa United. I think Black Leopards, maritzburg United is there as well and the table proper TTM.
2: Yeah, honestly, uh, when, uh, for man, with, with coach Dan, we, we played we played well uh, most of the games. Uh, we we created chances, in we were supposed, had, had we converted those chances, most of the games we about to win, but we did not. And then we considered good, know, it, was, it was just a, a sort of a giveaway to, to the opponents. And then we lost games, we drew the games. And then fast forward, we uh, obviously was uh, fired. And then uh, now we are with Coach Owen. Uh, who we know obviously better from from Adam's part, and and we got got an important result uh, a few days ago that that moved us from number sixteen to, to number twelve. I think it is it is a, a, a good base. uh It is a good win for and, and a moral booster for for the club uh, for us players to to say that it is it is possible uh, games that we play. Are not, are not are not that difficult uh, we just need them to be difficult and, and and if we keep working hard if we keep doing the right things uh, on the day if we convert the chances that we, we get them uh, we will win most of our games and then winning this one doesn't mean well, we have we have arrived uh, it it means this is a, a, a starting point for us to to, to work hard
1: and then and do better and try to win more um, games so that we can we can be in a better position that was Yeye Yilwe a senior citizen in south african football thank you very much for joining me in Fanagiti. i'm sure that as the things Hopefully, start to improve and we hit this virus for a six. We should be able to have a come together and uh, have a human person face to face across the table right here in studio as we explore other topics and uh, thank you very much for your time and uh, he is indeed a member and part and parcel of an apple music campaign titled the music that moves me and that was launched today and he is there alongside abo Tembavuma as well as Magazole mapipi Mfanagit, you are somebody who has stayed the course May you continue with your professionalism. If there's one thing that I can say about you, is that not a single word, not a single negative word has ever been published about you. And I hope that the youngsters can take a leaf from that kind of book. Take care and good luck for your upcoming games with the TS Galaxy.
2: No, no, thanks, Hotman, once more for having me and then for having a chat in the few minutes. And I'm always open uh, when things get better to come visit you more, uh, more studio.
1: Ah, wonderful and uh, you can catch this segment of uh, sports live with BBK on whatever platform that you use to access your podcast till we meet again next week Friday you must have yourself a wonderful weekend stay at home don't go anywhere else unless you are an essential worker and you are getting those essentials for the family cheerio